both going to have the Metal Gear movie. Because I feel like he knows about it. And he cares enough about it like I do that he's going to want to say that movie. No, I definitely knew you had candy. Yeah, well, see, when you didn't, when you didn't expand upon on David Hayter, I said, bet, that's my talking point. I can talk Cause about it. Because I didn't, because especially with me, I can definitely run on for a while. So I just didn't want to, like, flesh it out too much. But, like, I definitely chimed in when you talked about it because, like... I definitely knew you. I can't even on your list. I know you're a fucking dick. But then again, when you think about metal, I mean, I did, I did ask. I, you know, I gave good warning. I stole from Raymond. I stole from you. When I want to hear this, I'm giving you some fucking water, you piece of shit. When you think like Metal Gear, though, they've had so many good voice actors, though. Yeah. That it's like just to replace certain characters is hard. Like Boss was voiced by um. Oh God, what was her name? She did like a bazillion voices. Nolan North did uh, Ocelot. Um, I hate this nigga, yo. For real. <laughs> I hate him with a passion. Yo, but you love me, though. No, I don't. Damn. You know. Damn. He likes you right now about as much as I like the Resident Evil movies. Basically. You even watch <laughs> them. That's not even fair. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't even have to watch you, know you but he doesn't like I like them. you as much as I like the It remake. Chapter wow. 2. Wow. That's rough. Wow. That's rough. You yeah, recorded? Hell <laughs> yeah, I recorded, nigga. <laughs> you know what? Good. I'm happy. <laughs> Welcome to part three, episode five of the Big Sin Podcast. Tony just admitted he, he off, hates me. He walked off and got me. a drink, so I'm doing the same. I should spill water on this fucking computer right now. That's fucked up, man. I don't give a fuck. This computer is on my credit. Anyway. Go ahead. Which sweaty ass piss. Yo, I'm so... I'm not even going to show the camera, bro. Yeah, like, don't do that. Yeah, no. I I sweat a lot. Like, I'm always hot. It's not that I sweat a lot. It's that I'm always hot. That's why I'm sitting next to the window. That's why when Ray wanted to switch seats, I'm like, nah, bro. I need to be next to the window. Because, like, I'm always dying of heat. That's why sometimes I need to turn on the AC in the, the wintertime. Because, like, I can't rely on air coming from outside. <laughs> But um, top five game-related things coming soon. Yeah, sure, we'll go with that. So I don't think that's how I said it on the outro of the last video, but that's how it got said in the beginning here. Yeah, basically. So you want to kick off the list so I don't steal anything from you? I'll, I'll be honest right now, you should start off with the console. Because I saw it, and that's the only thing I saw, and I will say it if you don't say it. Resident Evil 3. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of mine, but okay. <laughs> Resident Evil 3. I'm actually looking forward to that too because I had so much fun playing 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Actually, I had a lot of fun playing 1. 2 was funny because Raymond was so underwhelmed about how I breathed by it. Yeah. I was about as content with that playthrough as I am in my life. Well, I heard I heard rumors that when, um, when they first officially announced that Resident Evil 2 was being remade, uh, Resident Evil 3 was they basically was like listen depending on the success of 2 well you know that's it, my that was my immediate thought too I'm like if 2 just knocks it out of the park we're we're in business we're making it ma- it's, it's just gonna print money all on it's own like yeah, it's just so. gonna it was just like when they remade Crash and it was just like Crash did so well they might as well do Spyro yeah oh, so. I was thinking the first 3 did well enough they'll do racing too yeah, and like you know, like I said before on, on they're on a different episode. You know, Resident Evil Three is my favorite Resident Evil game of all time. 
Uh, that was the first Resident Evil game that actually introduced the quick turn, the 180 turn. Yep. And the parry. Yep. And the dodge. Yeah. Well, you can parry and you can dodge. Well, it's kind of the same, yeah. But Noted. if you if you do it at the... Pro- like, the dodging in the original Resident Evil 3 actually requires a lot of talent and precision. Because you could end up getting mollywhopped quite a few times if you don't know how to time it correctly. So, I hope that they don't make it too easy in the remake. I was going to say, they're definitely making it easy, because, like, nowadays they're just making games easier for people. Well, no, because Resident Evil 2 has difficulty adjust. So. Yeah, and if you suck, it gets easy. Yeah, so when you got mollywhopped, the game definitely got easier at certain points. And then you got back to difficulty adjust 9. I, I noticed it. The well, one, me, the, do you think the difficulty went up to 9 on me? At one point, yeah, but then you got hit, like, because I know you have to get hit, like, a certain amount of times, so I knew it, like, it changed up on you after a little bit. But then I was just like, he's breezing through, and he's not really getting hit, so why is the game so freaking easy? Yeah, like, uh, Resident Evil 3 introduced so much new shit to the series. It was more action-oriented. You can actually make your own ammo, so you can basically choose your play style. Do I just want to fuck with a shotgun? Yeah. Grenade launcher, or just strictly stick with a pistol? Um, oh, also... Oh, the M16, too, which yeah. was in the assisted mode. Also, the one thing that they that they did different was... Um, uh, Branching storylines. Yeah, the, like, the, like the live action shit that you can do. But also, another thing that they had was... Whenever you went into a room, it was never the same enemy. Like, for instance, let's say one playthrough... Th- for instance, one playthrough, uh, you may encounter dogs one certain area so you go yeah. entirely different enemy yeah uh, Resident Evil 3 uh, especially when it comes to the first three games Resident Evil 3 is the hardest game to speed run because Resident Evil 3 has the most RNG out of all the Resident Evil games like you could literally get but throughout that playthrough there's just dogs in that room right yeah unless you die and start over then the RNG will just reset itself Damn. yeah yeah Resident Evil 3 like a, th- honestly that's why one of the reasons is one of my favorite games and to talk about the difficulty I can respect that Capcom makes their new stuff especially with like with everything because like Street Fighter they simplified it to the point where like anybody can play it now it's not like you gotta be good at fighting games but with Resident Evil they, they, they can make it easy enough for you but for people who play it their whole lives and kind of want it to be challenging okay just Click on hardcore mode and you're you're set. Like you don't have to de- you don't have to settle for a game that'll hold your hand. Like it's fine. I'm okay with them making it easier for people. I just feel like with things like that, from a mechanical standpoint, if you make it easy to do on one difficulty, it's probably gonna be easy to do on all difficulties. So I'm hoping that they don't like make it too like all you have to do is tap like L two or something at the like a big window of time to parry, you know. I hope they still keep it narrow, and it has to be like right when you get touched. You know what I mean? Because Resident Evil Two did the defense item thing. I would rather they not have that in three, and then do the the parry thing instead. Let me get this more water. You guys, go ahead. So like, I'm excited about the PS5 coming out, but I'm also not excited about the PS5 coming out because I already come to the realization that I'm gonna have to get two PS5s (laughs) if I want to keep one in my room and keep one in my work um, office because by the time the PS5 drops we'll be in a three bedroom apartment and one room is going to be for working and recording in and to avoid going back and forth so much because the um, I want to set up where it's good for recording games and good for recording the podcast 
I'm just gonna need another PS5 so I don't have to interrupt that setup. Yeah. Or you know what you can do? Buy a power cable, another power cable, and then buy another um, HDMI cable. So that way you're only switching the box. So let's say, oh, okay, well, I'm gonna go play Call of Duty online with Irby or whatever. You just basically unplug the back, carry it to the next room, plug it back in, boom. Instead of what blowing almost twelve hundred dollars on two consoles. Twelve hundred dollars? Do you think this shit is? It's going to be anywhere from five to six. Uh, all things considered, all the PS4s that I bought, I probably spent north of a grand on PS4s. He's had quite a few. So instead of paying that much money for two consoles, you're literally paying maybe an extra 50 bucks for both cables that you can leave plugged into the wall on the TV. So you're just switching boxes. That's yeah, not too bad. I, wish, not... I just wish there was a way you can like have like a, a HDMI plugged into your console, mm-hmm. a, like a wireless HDMI, and like just plug it into any TV in the house. That would be neat. Right? Mm-hmm. Million dollar idea. Get that sucker patented. You make some money. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> you gotta go to the patent office. Yeah, you go through. But you the, actually have to create it first. And yeah, then you, yeah. Then you yeah, go, yeah, go, go through, the, go through the right channel. Find the right people. You, you, well, you can get it done. Yeah. All right, bro. Nothing, nothing's impossible. Things I'm looking forward to. <clears throat> um. Well, Resident Evil was definitely the first one because it's like the nearest one. Uh, am I just gonna rifle off one? Yeah, I'll just rifle off one that doesn't even have a release date. Uh, whenever they decide to make a second Horizon Zero Dawn, you're a piece of shit. They're saying that might be a launch title for PS5. Okay, well that's gonna be amazing because I could have went the easy route and just said, oh, the next God of War because that's gonna be amazing. But why, why my favorite game though? Why, why, why would I mind? Why did you just say God of War? (laughs) Because you took my favorite. What? Like you didn't even love it as much as I did. You don't. You will never love Godzilla even an ounce as much as I do. But you decided to put it out there. You don't know shit about Candyman. You took that shit from me. Uh, You know, fair enough. But I knew we were gonna have similar answers because they're guys. They're big titles. It pays to be the bigger fucking person. Damn it! I didn't do it out of spite. I just practice what you preach, sir. It's it's fuck that. What the hell? It's on my list. Little man, hashtag 2020. It, it's on my list. It's a AAA title. It's not like... We could ask probably like 40,000 people in like a random room and they're probably looking forward to it too. It's a big title. You know what I mean? Um, I loved Horizon Zero Dawn 1, guys. All right, well then... I did. If I we're really gonna... did. And he stole two from me. That's okay. Tony? Beyond Good and Evil 2? Um, Wait, what? I'm looking forward to that, too. No, you can't reel off your second. You're, you're, now you're skipping the flow. <laughs> now you're just fucking up the rotation. Alright, so Beyond Good and Evil 2. Wait, Beyond Good and Evil. What? I've heard of it, but I've never played it. A lot of people never played the original. Unlike Horizon Zero Dawn, that millions of people have played and loved. Which is why it would be crazy for it to be on my list. Beyond Good and Evil. I think it's insane. Beyond Good and Evil is one of those titles that not a lot of people paid attention to when it first came out. And granted, I was one of those people. I didn't play it until like I was almost 18. And it came out, I think, when I was like in my early teens, maybe even earlier. And it was a sleeper hit that I never in my mind would think that it would get a second game. But it's finally going to come out. 
and I'm really excited to see what they do with it, especially in today's generation where games are just getting so ambitious and innovative that I would think that they would do something crazy with it. So, looking forward to that. Okay, so two. Uh, two. Mine would be since you already said PlayStation, Xbox. Yeah, I would have that. Yeah, because I'm 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 going to get both systems. Um, see, you're definitely spending like a grand. Yeah, I'm definitely getting the Xbox because. I'm curious to see if they're going to put out another um, Gears of War since it's a Xbox exclusive. I'm curious to see if they're going to put out a sixth one. I kind of hope they do. And I'm not going to lie, I have a lot of games in my library that I definitely want to go back and play, like Jet Grind Radio, <laughs> Alan Wake, uh, Batman Origins. And also, I'm going to be sharing a console with my son. So I'm actually looking forward to it. Um, I've been hearing a lot of good things about Xbox Gaming Pass. It's like $15 a month, but whatever games is on there, like a, a game that you wouldn't normally risk spending $50, $60 on, it's like, all right, well, I can just download this, play it, and if I don't like it, there's no risk of me getting beat out of my money. Because, you know, you go to GameStop, you trade it in, you're only getting like 20 20 15 bucks for it, so. Yeah. A bag of unsalted peanuts. Yeah, so I'm actually looking forward to the Xbox. Uh, probably won't play on it as much as I would PlayStation 5. But uh, I will. I can say that if Gears of War 6 comes out, I probably will put my PlayStation to the side for at least a couple months and focus on that. Okay. Well, my 2 was taken, so... Uh might as well replace what God of War 2. <laughs> I literally I literally didn't even mention once how upset I was that he stole Godzilla from me. But this man is immensely emotionally traumatized that I shortened his list by two. By two? What else did you take? You just said you took... I took your first two, did you not? No, you took my number two. Oh, well. Number seven for Carlos. <laughs> Number two, God of War 2. Oh, I said that one too. No, you don't get multiple what? No, but I'm saying I said that one while we were just going off on a tangent. I said it in the in the span of things that I was talking about. Three picks? Yo, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, we just all... Well, we yeah, we're just... Like, out yeah, we're just like ignoring the rules. <laughs> what happened to one at a time? I'm just saying I mentioned it. So... My man went puff, 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 puff. I, yeah, I cheaped that sucker before I let him go. Holy shit. And he wet the blunt. Ain't that a bitch? This thing ain't shit. Resident Evil 8. I'm excited okay. for Resident Evil 8. I liked Resident Evil 7 a lot. I played it in VR, loved it. Can't can't wait for Resident Evil 8. Supposedly it's going to be take place on an island with uh, new enemies. One, I would hope so. They better. So um, I haven't heard any. I, I, last I heard is they were working on Resident Evil Eight, and then they went and completely scrapped it. It's last I heard. Yeah, and they can keep people entertained with all the because now the remakes are taking off. So they're like, oh, we got time. We don't have to. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so a quick third one, sir. He's already on four. Uh, well, you just said my four, so we can skip me. Damn. Uh, this is going to be surprising. Oh, hell. The only reason why. No. Listen. I don't even want to hear it. The only reason why is because I've noticed a trend with 2K. Where 2K13 was one of my favorite 2Ks. What for, do you think? It's an every three year thing? No, no, no. Can I get it out? No. Jesus Christ. 
Uh, I noticed that before the launch of a new console, that year before, the game is pretty fucking bad. Like, it happened with 2K13. Uh, I don't remember the, the older the older 2Ks. That was going back years and years ago. Mm-hmm. But I did notice it with 2K13, where 2K13 was actually one of my favorite 2Ks. And I actually went back and played it last year. It was pretty terrible. I'm sitting there thinking to myself, how did I fuck I ever like this game? So you're saying the 2K before a new console is the really terrible one? Yeah, like it's usually good. So like, why are you looking for 2K21? Because it would be coming out for PlayStation 5, sir. Can I please get it out? But it, it, it would come out before the console, too. Can I please get it out, sir? I mean, sure, but... Thank you. Anyway. The cutoff for 2K14, I didn't buy it for Xbox or PS3 or anything like that. I waited, and 2K14 was the first was the first game where they introduced the the park, which the park was actually pretty dope. It looked like it was just in New York City. There was a bunch of different parks. I actually played it a lot online. Um, 2K20 was shit. It was fucking terrible. Like to the point where there's only there's only been two two K games I've ever traded in. It was seventeen and it was twenty. Seventeen was bad. Cat. Twenty was worse. So I'm just I kind of want to see how they're going to do it. Um, I've kind of had I'm kind of at wit's ends with two K at this point where they just basically just doing everything they can to try to get you for your money. Um, the games are just. You would think for a billion-dollar company that, that they would do such a better job on making this basketball game. Um, I hope NBA Live 2K21... or NBA Live 21 comes out this year and really lights a fire under 2K's ass because if EA can get it together, they will surpass 2K, and I'm kind of hoping that's what happens. But I, I kind of want to see how 2K21 is going to turn out, what new game modes they're going to they're going to throw in there, um, and the new ways they're going to find a way to just steal my money from me. But anyway, that was my third. I'm not looking forward to any 2Ks. I'm letting you guys know right now, not a single freaking one. They've been terrible. Now, with a third, a third, a third, a third. Let's see. He said Horizon. He said God of War. You will... I guarantee you, you won't take my fifth pick. Um, And if you do, and this is on camera, I will siphon $100 from my bank account over to his. And and he knows I'm a man of my word. Shit, can I get into this? I'm broke. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, now I want to guess it. (laughs) <laughs> now I want to guess it. Um, shit, what's coming out? He's a big Metal Gear fan. He's a big well, Metal Gear's dead, so Crash. I can help. I can help you with that. Metal Gear's dead. Crash fan, Tekken fan, Street Fighter fan, um, Spider Man fan. Mm. Yo, let's work together. We have a 50-50 shot. No, not a 50. Well, we have a better shot if we work together. No. 
He's like, I don't want I'll 50 bucks. I'll give you 50 bucks, bucks He's bro. like, I don't want 50 bucks. I want 100. I'll <laughs> text you which one you should say. And no. I'll say a different one. <laughs> no. I'll, I'll tell you what. This is what we'll do. We'll do, we'll do two honorable mentions. That's what we'll And do. we don't let him finish his list. No, let him finish his list. No, if he finishes his list, we don't get the honorable mentions. Okay, fine. We'll let him stop at four. We'll do, each of us will do two honorable mentions. And we'll keep it pushing that he can mention his fifth. And it's two honorable mentions. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So, what am I on? Four? Yes. Yeah. All right. So, four, five, and then two honorable mentions. Yes. The Last of Us 2. That's, I'm looking forward to that, but it's not on my five. So, I guess that can count as you stole my honorable mention. I'm looking forward to that. Go ahead. That was actually one of my honorable mentions, but I can. Go ahead. Um, my next one is Batman. Uh, it does. They they've been dropping hints on it. They put out uh, some cryptic tweets and Instagram posts. A lot of people are thinking that it's going to be based around the Court of Owls. Uh, I hope they don't put so much emphasis on that fucking Batmobile like they did in the last one. Yeah, I thought that was hokey. Oh my god! Like I, I was so excited to know that when I watched the. Um, I watched gameplay footage of it, like right before it came out, and was excited the fact that you can ride around the Batmobile, uh, the season passes where you can get different Batmobiles, but then for the different Batmobiles, you can't actually use them in the game because you need that stupid ass tank. Yeah. So I would like it if they made like an open world, like kind of like how Arkham City was, where it was, well, actually all of them, they were like open world, but it was a really condensed open world. Yeah. But you can actually ride around and do different shit with different Batmobiles. Like, you don't need some stupid fucking tank. And don't have so many... Because you know they're going to have the Riddler trophies yeah, and shit yeah. like that. It's pretty much like how they did with uh, the newest Spider-Man. Like, it felt open world. But when you really look at the map and everything, it's pretty condensed. Like, it's not a whole lot. But there's a lot going on within the confines of what you're given. So they could definitely flesh that out with Batman. And I always felt like Batman, there was so much to do before you actually complete the game, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's what I always enjoyed about games like that. Like, it'll keep you entertained and make you feel like you got your money's worth by the end of it. Yeah, like the Batman games, I've continuously gone back to them and played them. I'm actually might go back and play the, the, the Arkham series again probably within the next month or so. I love those games. Okay, so pick number five. And this is not even fair because now I'm not even picking games I'm looking forward to. I'm picking games I think he's looking forward to. No, no, we already said yeah, that. Yeah, come on. The Just... two honorable mentions are going to be his. Pick the games you're looking forward no. to. No, <laughs> no. I'm, th- I'm getting four tries. This fucking guy is so petty. Dying Light 2. What? Dying Light 2. They're making a Dying Light 2? I didn't know that. Yeah, it's supposed to come out sometime this year. And that was a really cool game, and I liked what... Uh, it tried to do with the first one. I don't feel like I, compl- like I feel like I burnt out on that game. I didn't even finish it. Um, but for what it was at first when I was playing it, pretty cool. But no, didn't even know that was coming out. Yeah. Uh, so my fifth one would be GTA Six. Now it's not has it, it's, it's been everything but confirmed that they're making this game. Uh, that it. It'll probably be released either 2021, 2022. Like, they started talking about this game back when GTA 5 was first released. 
they basically told us how the game was going to play out, how they were going to have it where you can travel to different cities. Yeah, like yeah, I remember Miami, that. or Vice City, Liberty City, uh, Los Santos. Like, they, no, San Andreas. Uh, they basically told you what they were what they were working on. I've heard so many different people who've tested the game and shit like that where they've said, oh, this is what you're going to be able to do. Um, they're saying it's going to be a female protagonist, which I don't really mind. Male or female, yeah. doesn't matter. Because there's going to be more than one lead. After, like, five where they introduce, like, three people that you're kind of centered around, I feel like whatever they do with the sixth game, you're going to be involved with, like, a bunch of people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And from what I heard, they're not doing anything modern because of the, um, basically, this, the, the, the time that we live in. A lot of these motherfuckers are so goddamn sensitive. Um, God forbid you talk bad about the president, about President Trump. Which, listen, and to expand on that, I'm not for Trump, and I'm not necessarily against Trump. And the same thing for Obama. I was never necessarily for him or against him. Uh, I think they were both actually two shitty presidents. Agreed. Uh, So, you know, it seems like, you know, a lot of people, you say one negative thing about Trump, and they're just fucking butthurt. Mm-hmm. When these were the same people, who used to trash Obama. So it's like, come on, man. You don't sit here and say, don't say nothing bad about the president when you were just bad-mouthing our last president. But anyway, so I guess to avoid any of that backlash, this is supposed to be taking place in the 90s, and it sounds like it's going to be centered around drug trafficking a lot. Okay. So... I'm kind of interested to see if maybe they're going to bring back some of the San Andreas uh, elements. Like, uh, you know, like how I kind of had that role-play game feel to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Definitely you, a lot of RPG kind of details smeared in there. Yeah, kind of where you can go buy property. You can, uh, I know in Vice City, you can you had it where you your businesses earn money and shit mm-hmm. like that. I'm really excited to see how that plays out. Uh, not so much for the online. I don't really care for the online, but... I think it went way over the top after a certain point. Yeah, now now it's just basically trolly as shit. Yeah. Uh, grief, you basically just run up against griefers all the time. But I am interested to see how they're going to do with the online, considering the fact that you may be traveling to different cities and maybe even different countries. Okay. To put a little... Uh, to trickle in a little side thing... For, especially for Rockstar Games, because Rockstar Game is known for being those people that are like super tongue in cheek. They will touch almost any subject matter and make really controversial video games. Because of course, when the whole violent video games thing was so big, a lot of Rockstar's titles were the main titles people were looking at that were like super bad games to play. But on the note of him say, talking about how like they don't want to offend certain types of people is exactly the reason why I feel like two of my favorite Rockstar IPs are never going to get new releases, being Bully and Manhunt. Those games aren't ever going to get a new release. And I know people love Bully and they love Manhunt, but like in this day and age, and especially with the advanced technology we have now, we can't have a new Manhunt because it's just going to be way too over the top. And Bully's just Bully. You can't redo Bully because even by the title of Bully, like you can't even sell that. Cause like they're gonna be like, oh, it's a game about bullying kids. Like you can't, you well, can't sell that. Well, you remember when that before that game even released, they trashed it. They were saying how this is gonna um, push kids to bully other kids and yep. stuff like that. They changed was, the name in the foreign uh, regions. It's called uh, Canis Canum Edit. 
in like some countries. Yeah, and then when you play the game, you're like, this isn't bad at all. This no. is normal shit that I've seen growing up. Yeah. Like, what, what, what was the worst thing that could happen in that game? You stuffed someone in the locker, there was no blood. Yeah, no. There really weren't any, like, serious weapons except for nope. kitty shit, like a slingshot, marbles, rotten eggs. Yeah, some, it some was very, very it juvenile was very violence, tame. Very you know? The, the worst thing that happened in that game, uh, I think they even scrapped it, was when you have the fight in, like, the power plant, the sewer thing. Yeah. Like, the boss you fight, now he's supposed to fall into, like, the bat of, like, acid at the end. But obviously they scrapped that because they don't want to show, like, a teenager or, like, you know, whatever, dying. So, yeah, they took very good care with that game. Like, it's it wasn't too bad, you know. Maybe, like, the worst thing you could do is, like, play a little grab-ass and then run away. Like, it wasn't really a very... It was very innocent. Yeah, and there was a lot of adult humor, sure. But kids aren't going to get it. Especially, like, the way they, like, centered the comedy in that game. It, it was it was a very well-made game. And, unfortunately, you won't get a second title. Yeah. Alright, you want to spill off your fifth? I gave up on it. <clears throat> Oh, you gave up on it? Yeah, I gave up on it. Okay. I like I think I have an idea what it is, but um and it's funny because as soon as uh Tony was going off on a tangent about 2K producing horrible content, uh 2K wrestling games have been tremendous garbage. They have been hot garbage and a half. They even put out a game that barely even works this year in 2K20 because THQ quit. THQ said, "Screw you guys, we're leaving." You guys suck. We want to make good wrestling games. So they left. And uh, 2K tried to literally just take whatever assets they had left, put it back together, recode the game, and then shuffle it out for 60 bucks, and gave everybody the hot mess that was WWE 2K20. So the thing I'm looking forward to the most, and my list was in no particular order because I'm looking forward to this the most, is whatever the heck wrestling game THQ is about to put out on their own. Because... It's going to be amazing. THQ used to make all the best wrestling games. Here comes the pain, SmackDown 2. When they had the Aki wrestling license on the uh, Nintendo, they had No Mercy. All the best wrestling games. So, even if they partner with All Elite Wrestling or whoever else it is, they're making a game because they said they're making a game. Whatever they come out with, I am super, super excited for because it's been so long since you've had an actually good wrestling game. And good wrestling games, and most people can tell you, even if they're wrestling fans or not, are fun to play. Like, people don't even watch wrestling. You could play a wrestling game with them and just show them something, like, ridiculous happening. It's like, oh, my God, like, what the hell's going on? They were fun to play. But nowadays, I don't even want to boot the game because it's just so bad. I'm just like, I don't want to play this. And I love wrestling, but I don't want to play these games. So I'm really looking forward to that. Stay tuned. It might make his channel. Yeah. Might might invigorate me to play some stuff. So, uh, scratching the last two th things I said, because they were just trying to guess his uh, fifth pick. What were they, actually? Don't remember. Um, I am looking forward to two anime games. One Piece Power Wars 4 coming out this month, and Fairy Tale coming out, I think, April, maybe May? Those are my next two games I'm looking forward to coming out. So, do you honorable mentions or no? I mean, you can. I don't know. I don't have too many things coming out that I'm honorably okay. looking forward to. Well, well, my first honorable mention is The Last of Us 2. I played the first one on PS3 and PS4, 
and it, I, I thought it was they were phenomenal. I thought it was a phenomenal game. Mm-hmm. A lot of people do kind of give a flat because it kind of feels like the Uncharted series, and you can definitely tell that Uncharted Four was definitely influenced by The Last of Us Two, but. They always thought that they might do... Do you mean The Last of Us 1? Yeah, that's what I meant, The Last of Us 1. I always thought they might do a sequel, but then it was like, after the way the first one ended, it was almost like, how do you go about doing a sequel? Yeah. So I'm kind of I'm kind of excited to see how, how they work that out. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I guess the second one would be... Um, hmm. What Horizon Zero Dawn 2? Because I, 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 I did like the first one. I honestly did like the first pieces of shit. Yeah, man. It's the truth. Shit. I mean, yo, you out there battling mechs with fucking a bow and arrow. I just want everyone to know there was no one more hyped about this game coming out when it was coming out than me. He made me play it. If, I, it, if yes. it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have played the game. Oh, no, I was going to play it because I, cause of the company that made, um, cause they made Killzone. I only ever played the, the second Killzone. And I, I love the second kill zone. So I was right. like, you know what? I, I'll get this one a chance. It's a new IP. Because I don't know if I ever mentioned this on this podcast. I feel like I did, but I probably didn't. I didn't really look into the game that much. I heard about it, and I didn't really... I didn't think much of it. I was just like, oh, it's like this thing where you hunt robotic dinosaurs. It like, sounds ambitious, but I was like, I didn't really care to play anything new at the time. And he was just like, oh, this game is so cool. Like... There's so much going on, and it's like, I feel like you would like it, and I was like, ah, I don't know. But then eventually, like, I downloaded it, I played it, and obviously, it's, it's the game speaks for itself. It was an amazing, amazing game. It was so refreshing to play something that was, like, you know, just constructed from a storyline standpoint, good gameplay, good upgrade, because I hate, I'm not a big fan of upgrade trees. I don't like a whole bunch of unlockables. I'm not into that kind of stuff, like... A few things here and there is okay for me, but, like, the game's upgrade system was great, and I felt like it gave you enough to survive, but then it was up to you completely, like, how to utilize what you're given and basically kind of formulate your play style because you could definitely play that game a lot of different different ways. Yeah, a lot of different ways. I did did like where you could knock off, like, certain things off the off the robots yeah. and then use it against them. You'd have to exploit weaknesses and kind of game plan how you're going to go about certain things because... I mean, towards the middle, I just, like, tread dangerous territories and, like, kept unlocking the overrides for everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was, like, anything I found in the area that was, like, big and bad, I was just like, I'm just going to override you. Yeah. <laughs> but even at that point, it, it was really cool because by that point, you felt like you were the hottest shit that was ever roaming the land. Yo, those but fucking sun you, trials were brutal. Once you get to the end of the game, it just, to me, even with, like, the, the best armor unlocked for getting all the, the power cores or whatever they were, I still had a hard time with the end parts of those game, of that game. Really? It, it got really yeah. difficult. I thought the ending was, like, actually too easy. It, it was, I don't know. Because I, I don't... I think it, I, maybe it depends on how you approached it. Yeah, did you, what, um, I definitely didn't play on the highest difficulty. I played on the one below it. I remember you tried to play on the highest difficulty. Yeah, and that's like, that's like almost Dark Souls. So I was just like, yeah, I'm not going to have fun with that. Yeah, that shit humbled him real quick, bro. Um, that part where you have to like leave the, um, the the village you're supposed to be shunned from and like it gets invaded by like the first, um, corrupted machine. mm -hmm. I've seen him die on that, like. Well, I didn't point. think I was gonna cut through it like a knife with butter, but like I did. That's a, at a certain point, like 
you want in to a space where you game. have nowhere to go and a machine that's like very erratic. It was just like yo an extremely aggressive AI, yeah. which was which was crazy. So I mean, yeah, we we definitely. I was just like, yeah, I'm not gonna do this because I actually want to have fun playing this. So I just kind of notched it down a little bit, and the game was still incredibly challenging. Like I said, the end parts of the game were really difficult. But not to the point where I just don't want to play a game. I feel like if you just make an obnoxious difficulty, then you're just not going to want to play the game. So, I feel like it overall the game was fantastic. So, yeah, looking forward to that too. You want Predator? No, let's just do the other list. Okay. So, <clears throat> top five things you want to see in the future with movies and video games. I'll start this off. I really want to see... All the not all of them, but like the main three Resident Evil games in VR. I want to experience one and two in VR. That'd be neat. I don't know about three. I haven't played three yet. But. Because I there's been uh, mods for Resident Evil Two on PC. They modded it to where you can play Resident Evil in first person the entire way through. Mm -hmm. So and that looked really cool. So that that would be a neat experience. Uh, I, did, I did like the it mod they did. Yeah, that was really that was that was dope as hell. Yeah, there was. You want to go next, rap? Um, yeah. Uh, in that vein of what he was talking about, since he mentioned Resident Evil, I personally would really like to see survival horror as a genre really start making like a comeback in gaming, because I remember a time period where we were getting like a lot of good stuff, like. Uh, like, around that time where Dead Space started getting, like, really popular, there were so many good, like, survival horror games, whether they were indie titles, AAA titles. There was a lot out there that you can kind of do. And I feel like nowadays, uh, with the resurgence of Resident Evil, and you were going to get Silent Hills, but it didn't work out. But you have, like, these indie titles that are kind of, like, making their way up, and people are making really good horror games. I just want to see somebody make something new. Make something that's, like, really good. Or just bring back something that was good, like Dead Space. Because Dead Space rocked my world when it first came out. I was like, dude, this is awesome. Well, I heard supposed to be redoing Dino Crisis. Yes, I, I'm holding out for that, too. Because uh, I'm, I'm keeping my fingers crossed. And it, and if they're going to put a hint to it anywhere, it's going to be in Resident Evil 3 Remake. They're, they're gonna Because they came out at the same, around the same time in the 90s. So um, hopefully they put like a little Easter egg or something to, to tell us that like, yo, Dino Crisis is coming. Okay, uh, my first is a new <clears throat> RoboCop movie. Hmm. <laughs> I heard that they were working on the script, uh, which got me really excited because I grew up on RoboCop. I've seen all the RoboCop movies. Uh, when I was a kid, I watched my cousin play RoboCop vs. Terminator, which I thought was a pretty cool premise. Wish I would have played the game myself. It'd be nice if they did like maybe like a TV show on Netflix based on that. I thought I, personally, I think it'd be dope. But yeah, I'm really excited about this new RoboCop movie that they're working on. Uh, the remake, I actually like the remake. I don't know a lot of people didn't. I hated the fact that it was PG-13. I think they need to get back to their rated R roots and like the different shit that they parried in the parodied in the first and second movie. I really want to see them get back to that. Okay. I want to see 
I want to see more old school cartoons like Curse the Cowardly Dog and like Dexter's Laboratory where like they're cartoons that you can enjoy as a kid but like there's so many like deeper dark adult humor in there that like if you watch it again like cartoons aren't what they used to be they're just like really stupid and like with the LGBT community overrunning everything now like everything's got at least one gay or lesbian person in it it's just like yeah you people should be free to like date whoever they want but like now you're like you're basically influencing kids to think it's okay to do these things now and they're not really giving them a chance to figure things out for themselves I think um when when done correctly it's okay I feel like some people kind of shoehorn things to kind of be like oh hey look at us we're all inclusive but I think like the way they did it in like Mortal Kombat 10 was cool cause Kung Jin is like a gay character and they never once in the game kind of mentioned it, but they kind of just trickle it in there enough to where it's like, yeah, it's part of the character, but it's really not important. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah gay. I had no. In, in, this, in the they, story, mainly like, um, mentioned it during like his uh, encounter with who was it? Was it Raiden or was it? It was Raiden. They were talking about going into the White Lotus, and he's like, "Oh, they'll never accept me." And he was like, "They only care about what's in your heart, not who your heart desires." I don't remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So it was just that that was it. They didn't expand on it nothing. It was just like, hey, like that's a part of the character, but it's like it's not important to the character. It's just Kung Jin is Kung Jin. Like I think when you do it like that way, it's perfectly fine. But like some people get a little carried away with stuff like that. Uh my next pick for something I want to see, and this actually doubles as a game and movie pick, because I actually would want to see this get another movie that's done better. And it needs to be revived as a game series. Do something with Prince of Persia. Fair enough. Prince of Persia was one of my absolute favorite video game franchises. I like the movie too. Uh, the movie was good. I just felt I felt like the movie could have been a lot more. I played the game. The game's hard. Uh, yeah, it definitely is. Um, but rewarding. Like once you get, once you actually do it, it just feels like the best feeling in the world. And there's enough platforming and puzzles and good enough combat where it just. Prince of Persia is like a better Life is Strange. In what sense? In the sense you get to rewind shit if you do it wrong. Oh, and, like, the time, the yeah. time. Okay. Or you could, you know, one of those unfortunate events, you fall in the hole, but you wait too long, and then you rewind it, but then you end up, like, right in the middle. Dying again. <laughs> it, was like, it was so heartbreaking. You fall in the hole, because, like, I don't know if you know this, but, like, you get, like, a, a rewinding time power in Prince of Persia, right? So, like, if you fuck up, you get to rewind, and, like, you end up back on a platform. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you jump too far, you rewind... To, and you don't have enough you're yeah, like I'm not saying, man. here's the platform and here's your foot ready to get up back on the platform and you just watch yourself plummet into a game over and sometimes like, sometimes it takes so long that uh, you'll see it the whole thing rewind and it's just making like this dumb sound effect it's like and then you're just seeing them like go backwards go backwards go backwards and you're like come on come on come on and then it like goes right back to when you were running on the wall and then you just slap this stupid obstacle again. And you're like, all right, screw, screw this. I got to load my save file. Fucking thing. That sucks. Yeah. But those games, ultimately, like I said, I don't mind really difficult games as long as they're beatable within a day of my life because I'm not going to commit that much time to dying. So, 
Prince of Persia, if they could put out another movie, put out another video game, something. I would love that. I really would. Okay, my second, which may sound sacrilege, and I almost feel guilty saying this, but Metal Gear Solid 6. I want to see a six one. I liked five, but it's just this five man. It just oh, man. what's up? Five five felt like it was incomplete. It was. Um, I love five, and I'm hope- I love five. I even as incomplete as it probably felt, I feel like I've it's gotten enough knowing gameplay out of me. Enough playtime out of me because like there was there's so much to do in a game. Knowing yeah. Hideo Kojima and the way he makes games, there was probably like another five to six hours of that game you were you were gonna get. Yeah. Like it, it's just it's heartbreaking and like how they did him so dirty. They treated him like he was nobody. Like he was just some bum on the street. They're like, yeah, we're we're just having a party for Hideo. I was like, no, get out of here, dude. Like get out. Like we don't need you anymore. It's like this dude gave you one of the biggest video game IPs of all time. I don't care how long it takes him to finish the freaking games. Don't give him a deadline. Every time you put something out, it's a banger. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, this is one of the greatest and most innovative creators of all time. But you're just going to throw him off to the, to the wayside like nothing. It's it's crazy to me. And if Hideo Kojima was a part of Metal Gear Solid 6, I would love it. Technically, they did make a Metal Gear Solid 6 already, but it's a stupid pachinko machine. Yeah, that, that that's another thing. <sighs> like, you take something that's so that beloved and you just turn it into a pachinko machine. Yeah, like, like that's, that's sh- fucking sickening. And I will say this. If Hideo Kojima is, is a part of Metal Gear Solid 6, it would be a definite yes. I would definitely yes. buy it. If he's not a part of it, that's not something I'm buying day yeah, one. No. That's something that I have to wait a good couple months to see how it turns out and... If Konami can figure it out and manage to put it together, and it, you know, and at the heart of it, it is, or it's similar to what Hideo Kojima would have did. Yeah. Then I'll give it a try. But I know it's a pipe dream. Definitely. And it's almost sacrilegious, sacrilegious saying it, but that's not a pipe dream, dude. My number three is a pipe dream. Metal Gear Solid Six. In I case just, in point of uh, Konami pushing something out. Just check out Metal Gear Survive and you need everything. That's, that's case in point of everything you need to see. Because, like, Metal Gear Survive came out and I'm just like, okay, this is Metal Gear 5 Zombies? Yeah, I, uh, I feel like Konami showed their true colors with that. They yeah. Were, they're charging you $10 for a new save file. Like, come on. I'm like, dude, this is exactly why I didn't want anything ever to happen ever again with Metal Gear once Kojima left. But if, if he's in it, then absolutely. Great game. That's why when I heard he was involved with the creative process for the movie, I was like, okay, the movie's probably going to be pretty good. Because if Kojima says it's okay, it's okay. So, excuse me. Number three, and I touched on this on our gaming episode. I believe it was episode three. I really want to see, like so bad, I don't care if it comes out a year from now, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, I want to live long enough to see true VR gaming. And I don't mean putting the headset on and like having good graphics and all that. I mean, there is a concept out there that we just don't have the technology for at the moment where 
you basically have the, the VR gear on and it kind of like shuts down your brain from sending electrical waves throughout your, the nervous system of your body. And it uses those um, nerves to control your virtual body in the game so that when you're moving your body, you're not moving your physical body, you're moving your virtual body and you're experiencing every aspect of the game yourself. Not just seeing it in your own eye, but like experiencing yourself. yourself. So that is a concept that I feel is very much with how fast we've come in this world of technology when you think about how not too long ago we were carrying beepers and shit like that and like pagers and now we have like fucking basically computers for phones um what we lack as a uh a society to make this a thing is a better understanding of the human subconscious basically the the conscious mind and like how all that ties and effects together because Lo and behold, to do all that, you have to be able to mess with someone's brain without damaging them permanently. So, yeah. I feel the type of people that will be testing this is people who are paralyzed, you know, veterans, things like that. People who really don't have much to lose and are pretty miserable. It's like, hey, what if we can give you a chance to... It's almost like an Avatar thing. Like the movie Avatar. It's yeah. almost like that. It's pretty much that concept. And... I'll tell you right now, if there was ever, like, a way to invest in that, I would invest in it. Yeah, because I totally would want to make sure it worked before it shipped properly. Because to, 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 just the thought of having, like, permanent nerve damage is, is terrifying. I would take out a loan to get this. Yeah, uh, it, the, I don't know. It, just, it, it sounds cool, but it, I just feel like... There's so much shit that can go wrong. Yeah, that's what terrifies the hell out of me. I'm like, if it works, then it would be absolutely amazing. And you think about, yeah, the people that don't have very good quality of life, that it would be helping out tremendously because now they can escape to this world and all this good stuff. But, dude. My biggest thing is, how do you get out of it? What do you mean? Like, if it basically shuts down your body. So the concept, the concept of it is that... um. It's kind of like um, an online thing. So as all games, you have a menu when you go in. It just requires you to do a certain motion inside the game, and you access the menu. When you access the menu, you click log out. When you log out, it shuts down the system. And then you know your body goes back to working normally. I mean, don't get me wrong. It sounds like a cool concept, and I'm not trying to shit on your idea. It just sounds like it could be very dangerous. No, yeah, it's, that's what I'm saying. We're, we're years away. It's like... In the science department, we don't even understand how to manifest that technology yet. <clears throat> we have VR. We, we're like a step there. Mm-hmm. We have VR. We, ha- we have you able to visualize. And like, if you are able to separate yourself from reality enough, you will experience the game as if you're in there. Because I know plenty of people who put on a VR and like they get on a roller coaster and they feel their stomach drop. They feel like they're on a roller coaster. I am unfortunately not one of those people. I am always aware that I am like not in the game and can't experience it to that level, which is kind of unfortunate, mm-hmm. which is why I do want that actual experience because like in a game in a game where like you can simulate, I don't know, flying or something like that and like actually feel it because your nerves are not your nerves are in the game, you know what I mean? That's just that's just um yeah. 
You know what I mean? <clears throat> but yeah, it's it's a, it's a risky it's a risky thing. We're years away from it being a possibility. I just hopefully one day before I die, it's a thing I get to experience. What was I on three at this point? Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, if we're talking about things that are probably ain't gonna happen, but I would still like it to happen. I wish that freaking uh, Namco would finish developing uh, Tekken Cross Street Fighter. That would be amazing, because Street Fighter Cross Tekken came out in like 2013, and it was hot garbage. But at the same time, Namco was developing Tekken Cross Street Fighter, which was supposed to be a crossover fighting game, but in the Tekken style of fighting, which to me is leaps and bounds better, because Tekken is my favorite fighting game franchise. Um, and they've proven that they can pretty much put Street Fighter characters in the game, because they put a cool... It just work out so... Dude, yeah, he plays all, pretty well. All, <laughs> it's all a matter of just porting over characters at this point, and just slapping on it, and would sell like hotcakes like it wouldn't even take much of an effort but i think they're kind of like they keep talking about like they're gonna do it but at this point it's kind of just development hell like you know like duke nukem was like a thing for like 10 years before it yeah. came out i feel like that's what Tekken cross street fighter is becoming at this point and it probably won't happen but it'd be pretty neat if it did because i'm kind of like dead when it comes to fighting games at this point like i'm just kind of over it i'm like ah it's not much that excites me but except guacamole too well that's a beat-em-up that's different that's and more like we fight that's sometimes more, as chickens yeah but like that's more <laughs> like a final fight streets of rage double dragon kind of thing why am i losing my oh, okay. there we go we're, we're back to normal <laughs> so what the hell's up with my voice <clears throat> And those would be cool, too. I wish they made more beat-em-up games. Those are actually pretty... <clears throat> I mean, nowadays, we have, like, hack-and-slash games, like, you know, Devil May Cry. God of War, for a while, was a hack-and-slash, and it still has those elements in it. Um, oh, right now, if you watch uh, our God of War playthrough in Simply Gaming, it's more of a back-the-fuck-up-and-throw. Basically. It's more of a walk-into-the-slap. That's pretty much what I'm doing that game. It's fun. Sometimes. Sometimes. That's why I never go into anything with any kind of confidence and arrogance. Because I'm like, yo, this is, this is going to be a whole series about me getting slapped. And consistently. Like, my face would be bloodshot at this point. With the amount of times that game slapped the hell out of me. But there's people that play this kind of stuff for a living. I'm like, okay, whatever floats your boat. I, don't, I just kind of always play video games for fun. That don't seem like too much fun to me. <laughs> like I don't I don't I'm sorry like I just kind of want to beat the thing not the funny thing the, the funny thing is it was his idea to play on the highest difficulty. well it's entertaining I'm pretty sure people that are watching me get my ass handed to me on a consistent basis are enjoying it and that's okay with me like if I'm entertaining you that's fine I'm not looking for some deep uh, personal enjoyment out of it I'm like hey I'm kind of getting this and I'm kind of getting through this I'm hopefully in like 500 episodes, I'll get the game done. Like, the only challenge I have is like getting him to be willing to play it. Because, <laughs> you know, sometimes you play something long enough, you start getting a damn headache. Yeah. So it's like, yo, this is like legitimately frustrating me. And like, if I don't stop playing, like, I'm gonna like throw the cat across the room or something. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't do that to the cat. But like I'm saying, like, you just get mad that you start thinking of crazy stuff. I'm like, I'm about to flip this whole table over. <laughs> If this damn enemy doesn't stop slapping me across the forehead. Like, I'm, I'm getting real tired of it. Damn. 
So, so I just stopped, because, like, there's no point in getting that hot about a video game. And I was like, let me just put this down. We're done. We're done here. Live to fight another day. Okay, so my third would be I want to see more hip-hop biopics. I feel like there's a lot of stories that could be told. Uh, I know after Notorious came out, they were supposed to be doing a Run DMC biopic, where the writer of the Notorious movie was supposed to be uh, help penning it. Haven't heard anything about that. Um, I heard they're supposed to be doing a Juice Crew biopic. Uh, haven't really heard anything about that. But I mean, there's so many different stories you can tell. They say that on the Bronx. I think it was Queen. I don't remember. But, yeah, there's so many different stories you can tell between just uh, single acts, groups, uh, record labels. I know after Shroud of Cotton, they were supposed to be doing a death row story, but Suge Knight basically shut that shit down. Like, they basically had the, had the movie cast and they were ready to shoot. But Suge Knight said, fuck that. Nah. But I, I really would like to see more hip-hop biopics, even if you just slap them on Netflix and... Make it a product. I'm cool with that. Hmm. Hmm. Four, four, four. This is getting difficult. It's like there's not really much I would want to see. Like there are things I'm glad to see, but I don't know what I would want to see. Oh, I know what I want to see. A little more on VR. I want to see a VR-based movie. I want. I want like it. It probably costs. Yeah, you know, it probably wouldn't even cost as much as, like, an IMAX theater would cost. If you had, like, a small room with, like, a number of headsets, it could be, it could, it could just literally be a small room. You don't even need a big screen and just have, like, I want a movie company to develop a VR-based movie. <clears throat> Where, like, everyone, you know, you go in, you put on the headset, you put on your headphones, and, like, it's, like, you experience it yourself. I think that'd be interesting. Yeah, it would. Yeah, right? I never even thought of that. Yo, I think of a lot of things. And it's mainly at one in the morning when I can't sleep. (laughs) (laughs) I would be down for that. It depends on what kind of movie it is, though. I mean, like, something like Action Hank. Was it Action Hank, the the first person movie? I think it was Henry. Henry, Action Henry, whatever. That'd be a good VR movie. Action Hank was the dude from Dexter. I think a horror movie... A horrible rate in VR. So like, yeah, so like a Michael Myers movie where like, unfortunately you're probably gonna be a chick. That's all right. Just look down and caress yourself. But <laughs> I don't got time for all that. I don't have to work. Hey man, in those movies, it's usually the girl that's the main uh, main role, and she's the one that survives. I imagine you want to be the one who survives. Basically. Unless you know. Unless, hear me out. They they make a. A, a, mo- a type of movie where like you can get multiple roles and you know your character might die off it's like maybe like an open ended movie right that, but that would take so much work but you know we're at, we're at that point of technology in that day and age where it's possible you can definitely do it you probably could yeah, yeah. give everyone a control you choose what decisions you make blah 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 A, B, C, or D yeah it'd be cool I just feel like 
oftentimes I tend to think too much about movies that I watch. So like, if I watch something that's probably if I have to do something in VR that's like disturbing to me normally, I really don't want to do it in VR because then I'm gonna just sit home and be like, yeah, that. I felt like that really happened to me. I internalized this thing that never really happened, and now it's a permanent fixture in my mind. I felt like I did it. And I, yeah, I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want to be, like, say what you may about the movie or not. I really wouldn't want to be uh, any kind of actor in any kind of exorcism movie. I don't want to see somebody get possessed in front of me. That's not... Oh, that that would be the wrong type and, of movie. And I don't want to be the one to get possessed by the devil. I don't want that. That would I, definitely be the wrong type of movie. I though. don't like any of those kinds of movies. They Psychologically, I don't like them. Like, how do you first person that? Like, you're either laying in bed the whole fucking movie being possessed or, like... You're trying to no, baptize this like, person. I feel like you go in day by day talking to this person who's slowly drifting into madness and you get to go home and then like a bunch of crazy stuff starts happening to you. You try to sleep and then your bed starts shaking and then your chair starts shaking. You feel oh, like... Oh, yeah. No, no. Chairs have to like... They have to have like motion chairs. Yeah, like, no. It's not having like the Jurassic Park movies to, like where it moves with you. You need motion mm-hmm. chairs. Nope. I'm good. I don't want my bed shaking. I don't want this collar thing around my neck. So when it's when you're supposed to feel like you're choking, it chokes you. No, I don't want none of that. Oh, Whoa, what the hell was that? <laughs> that. Are right, you throwing way too much, bro? That, like, that's a that's a lawsuit. That's like BDSM type shit. Yeah, hold up. I'm just saying, I don't want I don't want to feel none of that. I don't want to. <laughs> no. <laughs> we we went into a different category here. <laughs> Well, I feel like as disturbing as those movies are, they have to have something psychologically disturbing happen to you. I don't think I want to. I don't think I want to put something around my neck though. Because I'm just saying, like around the time the the, the movie came out, like the original, it was like 1970, what 72. I ain't seen nothing like that in the theaters back then. That would be like making a movie now and like just having like the most messed up thing you can think of happen. And it's like, oh my god, I just saw that. It's like, I don't want to watch that. So, number four for you? It definitely ain't that. I'll tell you what what I don't want to see. Um, In terms of... uh, uh, Something I would like to see is... um, And I don't even want to put this out as like a remakes kind of thing. Because like remakes are cool. And it's cool that we're bringing back all this stuff we used to play. But... Uh, bring give me give me some more platforming games. Give me give me the stuff that I used to like a lot. Cause I like a lot of the stuff that I still play to this day are just IPs I grew up with. I don't play a lot of new stuff. So like if you would give me back Jack, if you would give me back Sly Cooper, if you would give me back all this stuff, it would be fantastic. But one game I want to see come back that could be remade in today's day and age that we don't have a lot of games like this in general would be Tenchu which was the PS1, PS2 game series about ninjas. It was a stealth-based game, and it was pretty much kind of like Metal Gear, where it's basically primarily the focus is stealth. I feel like we have a lot of games that incorporate stealth elements. I feel like on almost every game, you have like a stealth section of the game where you have to be quiet and you don't get caught. But there's just not that many games that rely primarily on stealth to like get things done. Like Thief, I thought, was going to be a really cool game, it was okay. It wasn't that Bunchy. great. Yeah, it wasn't. That. I got. I got. I'm like after a while, I'm just like, ugh, this game's not that good. 
I would like to see Tenchu come back. And it almost did, which is why I put this on my list specifically, because... Uh, Dis- Se- Dishonor was pretty good, and you can like sneak around that whole game. Sekiro was supposed to be the new Tenchu game, but they completely scrapped it and decided to t- turn it into what Sekiro is now. And that's why you have like the grappling hook stuff, and that that used to be stuff from like Tenchu. Hard could, and very repetitive. Yeah, instead of what it should have been, which was like a very grounded stealth game that required a lot of uh, planning and item layout, much like Metal Gear, where you would have to really utilize everything in your inventory and learn enemy patterns. And I, I like games like that that reward your patience and strategy rather than you just having to like mope through it. So Tenchu would be a series I would love to see revitalized. Tell me. Four. Uh, I want to see Red Dead Redemption 3. Okay. Nigga 2 just came out. <laughs> so what? I still want to see a third one. Two literally. How long has it been between one and two? How, how, how many years? A long time. A long time. Does two came out. A, does anyone have like a date? 2011? 2012? The first one came out in 2010. Okay, 2010. We were in high school, yeah, for sure. So yeah, almost yeah. 10 years. Almost a whole decade. So you're telling me I'm not allowed to... I'm just saying. Game. I'm just saying. I, so you're basically what you're saying is I'm not allowed to want a third, uh, a third Red Dead Redemption. Bro, I'm just saying finish enjoying the second one. I still Answer haven't, my question. I still haven't so finished I'm not enjoying the first one. one. No, no, by all means, want a third one. I didn't shit on your stupid-ass VR thing. Actually, you thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, but it's still oh. fucking stupid. It's dangerous as fuck. So a lot of things are that are fun are dangerous. Skydiving, that's dangerous. Okay, and um, it's still fucking stupid. Hey man, listen. You, you know what? I, mean, I, don't, I don't even want to elaborate. I just want to read that dungeon three. Go ahead, sir. No, go ahead and elaborate. Nope, nope, go ahead. Nope. Go ahead. I don't know. I'm done. I want to read that three too. You guys fucking guys, bro. You know what? You know what else I want? I hope Horizon Zero Dawn two gets canceled. <laughs> That's my honorable mention. Go ahead, sir. Actually, I loved Horizon Zero Dawn so much, I'd be okay without a sequel. Go ahead. To be fair. Um, five. I want an original... This is going to be like a multi-parter. I want an original with like the old school feel, like PlayStation 1 style, Crash, Spyro, Sly game, and PlayStation 2 style, one original Jack game. I want original, like, old platformers. Like, not like what they did with, um, what was it? What was it? Skylanders. And they turned Spyro to an abysmal monster that I never want to see again. Okay. I, I want that. I want a completely original game, but, like... So you want outside. a brand new IP, is what you're saying? Yeah. You want a brand new character? No, not a brand new Because I said I wanted platformers back, too. That's what no, I'm No, no, but say. I'm like, saying, like... Like, I want a Crash 4. That that's Wrath of Cortex. Just making up. No, I'm just. I'm just explaining. I know. I'm just, I'm just explaining. Sir, sir, I want a Crash Four because I wanted to feel like it belongs in that that row of games. I don't want you to make fucking Crash of the Titans and call it the next game because that's that's not it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's what I mean. It wasn't. Yeah, that's for sure. That's all I mean. Like make a Crash. Then make a Spiral 4 that feels like Spiral 4, not Skylanders. So you suck. Now I have to get a fifth one. Mm. You got a fifth while we're waiting? Yes. Yeah, do you, go, I, let me think about that because I think I've kind of hit all my nails on the head. 
Or if you want to elaborate on the Red Dead 3. No, no. <laughs> Tell him you're waiting for... Uh, I don't even, I, I'm I don't surprised even... it's not on his list. Tell him you're waiting for uh, Portals 3. I am waiting for a Portals 3. I really am waiting for a Portals 3. I'm actually surprised. I was like, I thought he would say something about like a Portals 3. I forgot 3. about Portals 3, man. It doesn't come up much. I had so much fun with Portals um, 1 and 2. It's, it's such a good, puzzly game. I tried to convince Tony to play 2 with me if it was ever like a thing that we can do. And no. said no, of course. What did it come out for? Xbox. Well, we could just get an Xbox. And hook that sucker up. Record that. I don't want to get an Xbox. We could just play it online. I mean, it's on Steam, too. Oh, we could do that, too. Yeah, we could do that. Uh, my fifth is I would one day like to see a GTA movie. Hmm. That's interesting. That's definitely interesting. It'd definitely be a, like a, it wouldn't just be one movie. No, I feel like you could, not necessarily with the, the first, the second one, or London 1969 ones. I couldn't see where you can make a movie out of that, but... Uh, three, um, basically anything from three and up, you basically could make a movie on. Yeah, I definitely want to see a San Andreas movie. Yeah, I mean, you could even say five kind of plays like a movie a little bit. And if they've if they ever made a San Andreas movie and the drive through mission wasn't in that movie, I would cry. I think... Let me get two number nines. If I wanted to see a Grand Theft Auto made into a movie... You'd me, probably do four. Yeah, I'd probably do four. I feel like they could flesh out Nico's story a lot. Yeah. And there could be a lot going on with that. Nico. And it could be really funny, too. And they could throw a bowling reference in there, too, if they want. That'd be neat. Nico, you want to go bowling? I'm like, shut your ass up. Stop hitting my phone up. Weirdo. He did get that Puerto Rican chick, though. Good for him. So, did you come up with your fifth? Can't really think of anything. Alright, so, um. What? I'm waiting on you. What? What about why? are you waiting on? I wonder why there's so much animosity on this podcast. There's not animosity. I'm waiting to see what the hell he's going to say. No, not from you. I, I just feel like, I feel like eventually it just gets to this standoff point. Either with me and you or with him and you. I don't understand why. They hate me. I don't know why. I don't. If I hated you, I wouldn't be on this podcast. Listen, motherfucker. Me After saying, the last time. Me the... saying I hate you insinuates that I once felt something for you, sir. I just don't like you. What the fuck you mean? We just opened up this podcast episode where you were saying you hate me. You're right. Change that to I don't like you. <laughs> so, um, I think I think it's cool to wrap it up. Uh, you got to go take care of your wife, right? Yeah. Are we going to do this song recommendation? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, go first, sir. Me first? Yes. Um, if you haven't listened to it or played the game, Hell or High Water by... Give me one moment. I'm sorry. I don't know the artist name from the top of my head. Come on, come on, come on. By Billy Raffau. Raffau? Raffau? I think it's Raffle. Raffle? 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 Whatever. <laughs> you, you'll get it if it's similar. I was going to say, put it on the screen. They could probably see it. Oh, oh well, it's gone now. Um, Billy Raffle, Hell or High Water. It is one of the very few songs you hear playing Days Gone, where you have to do a long drive. So they're like, play a song while you're like enjoying the scenic uh, background of the beautiful, beautiful world there. 
And I like the song so much that I actually opened it up as a playlist in Pandora. And the songs that come up on there, even though they kind of have like a country feel to it, are actually really good. Cool. Reminds me of, uh, and Tony will probably know this, uh, Unshaken that they played in uh, Red Dead 2 around the end of the storyline where Arthur's kind of riding on the horse. That yeah. song's awesome. Reminds me a lot of that when they put like a nice, like actual song to kind of like roll with the story and it means a lot in the context of the story. I think that's really neat. So who's next? Tony's next. Uh, I'll finish it off. Okay. Uh, <laughs> my pick is <clears throat> Next Levels by King Ghidorah. What? <laughs> Shouts out to Godzilla though, King Ghidorah. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, so. King Ghidorah is an three-headed monster. Is an alternate ego of, if anyone knows, MF Doom, the metal face, the metal face terrorist himself. Uh, MF Doom started out in a group called KMD back in the early '90s. Um, he basically faded away from the hip hop scene around '94 after his brother was killed in it. He was hit by a car, uh, so he basically faded out of the industry for about three or four years. Then he started popping up at open mics where he would freestyle, but he always wore a face, uh, like a mask over his face that kind of resembled Dr. Doom. And that's how you came up with MF Doom, Metal Face Doom. Um, And he basically does what a lot of other underground rappers do, like Cool Keith. Started out Ultra Magnetic MCs back in the 80s. He has, he's, he's known as... Obviously, Cool Keith, Black Elvis, Dr. Octagon, Dr. Oh, Dr. Octagon. Okay, that's the name I know him by then. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So, it's uh, it's off the um, album called Take Me to Your Leader. And it's basically written through the viewpoint of King Ghidorah. If anyone knows, which I know he knows, is a kaiju from the Godzilla universe. And uh, it's, it's like a real nice, mellow, jazzy tune, something that you can kind of just vibe out to. And I'm actually gonna really check that. Like as soon uh, as this is over, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check this out. Yeah, it's it's a really good album. It, I got put on it very late. It came out in 2003, and I've always heard of MF Doom, but never really started listening to him until like 2015, 2016. And that that next level song came out. Well, the first time I heard it was like 2011, 2012 on Pandora. It's a really good song and a really good album. I think the last song I ever heard him do was uh, Earth People when he was Dr. Octagon still. So I definitely got to brush up on him. This has been a really long time since I heard his name pop up. And he's had so many names that it's kind of like, I don't even know what to yeah. call Yeah, Cool Keith has put out over 100 albums. Yeah, yeah. He's put out a lot of music. So if definitely it's a lot to like dive into. Alright, sir. Song. Oh yeah. Let me just pull one out of the memory banks. Hmm. He wasn't even thinking about it. Yeah, I'm not a big music guy. Uh White Lines, Grandmaster Flash. Listen to that. Neat song. Here you go. Okay. <laughs> Listen to that. Yes, please. That's a good. It, it's it. It does have a good message. Put, put you there. Early days of uh, rap music, I guess. 
Well, that's gonna do it for this episode, guys. Thank you so much for watching, and you know, um, that's the one thing that disappointed him. I don't care. <laughs> that's the one thing that he actually shudders for. I mean, it, it is a good song, and, it, and actually, that song was in uh, Rockstar's skateboarding game, Thrash or Skate and Destroy. Okay. So that yeah, it's actually it's a good song. Yeah, my stepdad used to play that song a lot because he did a lot of cocaine back in the day, and he was just like, "Hey, listen to this song. Listen to the." Oh, okay. I ended up really liking the song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before I forget. Um, where the hell was it? I know that entire song word for word, by the way. Okay, so anyone who's interested in fucking prep meals being sent to you, HelloFresh. I said I was going to do this. I'm going to do this. We're going to give you a fucking code. You can put in to get your first three meals of the week for 20 bucks. That's three whole meals. They send you all the ingredients you need to make them. You pick whatever it is, 20 bucks, free shipping, whatever. Try it out. The code is... Just write it in the description. What? I got to say it. I'm going to say it, too. Just write it in the description. What if they don't read the description, just Tony? write it in the description. I will. Just let me say it. Tell them that it's in the description... Instead of just saying it. It'll be in the description. I hate these guys. I hate them so much. Dude. Less, less, one less person I gotta like in the world. I'm just here sometimes, guys. I don't... This whole dynamic that's going on. I'm not a part of it. I don't know. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Big Sin Podcast. Thank you so much for watching. If you enjoyed, like, comment, and subscribe. And, of course, share us with people. No one's going to add in? No, no. I did the deuces. No, can no one, like, repeat? Whatever. Okay, White Lines. Peace out, guys. Flash. Like, See listen ya. to that.